big question is this, how does an everyday entrepreneur like you, like me, find our inner remarkability, even if we might be introverts or not have a network or have much money? Things we think hold us back and use this instead to convert our ever-growing audience. That is the question and this podcast will help answer it. The Remarkable Entrepreneur's Playbook. Let your remarkable flag fly. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. This is the Remarkable Entrepreneur's Playbook podcast. We're on step two, step two of leveling up. Step two is a meaty one. (laughs) I feel like they're always meaty. So (laughs) when you say it's a meaty one, I'm like, oh, gosh, here we go. (laughs) It's meaty and relevant. That's true. That's true. Well, the reason I say that is because step two is all about, you know, when you're faced with this decision that you're making. So, sorry, I should say. If you haven't had a chance, definitely listen to yesterday's episode, episode um, where we talked about step one to leveling up. Mm. And it was all about being faced with the decision, write down, you know, what the choices you think you have are. And we say you think because all the time there may be another option that you haven't even considered or you're too afraid to consider. Um, And step two is all about, okay, so now given those options that you have for the decision that you've been forced to make right now and probably hating it, and you choose the sound, rational, logical, responsible. Conven- I would say conventionally responsible, right? Well, I think that's, that's the thing. Yeah. I think that's that's kind of what I was getting at is to say that because this is challenging that to yes. like, Is it actually just the conventional yes. choice? And really thinking about, you know, because step two is all about like is your sound Again, sound, sound you yeah. know, in in all of the decision. inverted commas, <laughs> all the air quotations that we're doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, really, just a rationalization, um, or really just fear, kind of really well dressed up as an accountant or something. Yes, you know? I think that's where I kind of mean is like the heavy lifting because that can be hard. Yeah, that can be really hard because to a to call yourself out on it, and then b because this does consider in this case, you know, finances and the important things. It's not just like oh, like, you know, you, you're not putting yourself out there. Like, it's not just emotional energy on your part. Mm. You are putting resources on the line yeah. that are external and important. So we yeah. would never downplay that, you know. And this is not financial advice, by the way. Like, <laughs> should we have a disclaimer like that? Like, you know, um, and are you running away from something that's going to help you grow? Like, we've mm. talked in previous episodes about this sort of thing where, you know, like, it is scary um, having capture in front of more people, mm. you know. Now, now we, we talk about how this will help us, you know, even from a, a partnership space, like being able to more confidently partner with people and have this in front of their audience. And people are excited, but we're like, oh, you know, and now that excuse goes away. Yeah. Right. Like that excuse, if, if you are, you know, talking to people and, and the partnership opportunity comes up at the moment, let's say there's an excuse to be like, oh, software's not ready. We don't want to, you know. Um, have them to have a negative client experience and mm-hmm. it's all about control though yeah. isn't it it's like oh let's just put them on a onboarding floor and manage through that when really now it's like when this will help us scale and those yeah. those excuses go away so and that's scary actually it is it's and so it, scary and that's what I was kind of referring to even back in the first episode about yeah. this whole playing small thing yes. um, because we do and, and I don't I mean, I don't know if it's a, I feel like it's a predominantly female thing um, to to play it small. And I do wonder as well if that's why a lot of, there aren't as many female-led, you know, big companies mm. because, uh, entre- entrepreneurial companies, I should say, um, because of 
we get in our heads like this yeah. and we do continue to potentially self-sabotage because we just want to keep playing small yes. for whatever reason, you know, and, you know, it goes back to worthy, feelings of worthiness and, and all of those kinds of things. But yeah. that's something that, yeah, we we do, we keep doing to ourselves. And it's like, how do we, how do we break from that and make the courageous decision? The courageous illogical, again, put quotation marks, <laughs> exactly, decision, yeah. especially because like, and I don't know if, if I think about my own, you know, journey and, you know, I very, I think people know academically smart, all mm. those things. I did major in accounting, right? Because mm. that's the thing that everyone tells you, if you want to go into business, you need to learn accounting, yeah, um, numbers, right? Yeah. You have to understand the numbers. And then, and I know that, you know, for us, you know, being when you're even first time in business or maybe you're a little bit more naive and stuff, you will lean on those professional experts, which you should, which you should. Okay. And now I'm going to put all sorts of disclaimers on this because I'm like, again, (laughs) we're not giving financial advice. We're not doing all any of that. But what I found is that um, people like that are in our life, like, you know, let's just talk about, for example, an accountant, right? They're in our life for a reason. They're very necessary, yeah. um, you know, but they are there to uh, to be the, the risk mitigator. mitigator. Yeah, right, the which mitigator. is completely, um, I keep saying this word contra, contrary <laughs> I love it. to like an entrepreneur. Yes. Right? It's completely because an entrepreneur at the heart is a risk taker. Mm. Like that's you need to. Mm. If you want to grow a true business, you need to take risks. Like there's literally no other way. Yeah. And yet we're getting pulled or we're getting advised. And especially again, this is as women. Yes. Because we don't trust ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I say we, but really this is me mm. reflecting. You know, I don't trust myself to necessarily know if I'm making the right decision, um, if I'm making the smart decision. If I'm, so I'll talk to, you know, these people, these experts who have the best intentions by the way like mm. that's what they're there for mm. right they're there to look at the numbers and be like this doesn't make sense you're going to lose so much money why bother right yeah and that kind of it like it totally um what's that word <laughs> you know like she's doing the fist twist <laughs> <laughs> it grinds your gear <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you mean. Yeah, it tell you right against <laughs> against that entrepreneurs where you like you Great know it, yeah. yeah where you know that you need to make these brave decisions these courageous decisions that don't make logical conventional logical sense yeah but you know you need to happen in order for it to grow yeah. so this is so you know in a in a way I'm kind of almost like I like there's kind of a balance right of you have to listen to advisors you have to listen to you know because you have to be smart with your money and mm. you know all of that. But then there does have to be an element of like, okay, you are the entrepreneur. Yeah. And what's your risk tolerance? Yes. You know, if you, and what's your belief tolerance almost like, Mm -hmm. you know, because if you believe in what you're doing and if you're willing to actually put whatever you need to, to take the risk to make that happen. Yeah. Then it almost doesn't matter what the accountants and the advisors and the coaches and the consultants and everyone else says, like, Mm -hmm. you've just got to do it. Yeah. Because otherwise, gosh, can you imagine a life where you've totally regretted not doing it? Yeah. When you, you know. Yes. You know it on your deathbed that you really should have. Yeah. I think that's such a good point because, you know, and, and this will be when us looking back on our chart, you know, like you say, like accountants, like all of these people, and, you know, we both have a background in accounting. So, and I think for very similar reasons. And I think we're very grateful for that because it does give you a language to navigate the space. 
and the confidence to be honest to be like okay well this is the base like you know mm-hmm. and then now I'm ready for the next level and and you look at financial graphs or any sort of graphs really and this is going to be the inflection point where a decision was made that the numbers would not be able to tell you about yeah. a decision was made to go okay if this is the base and we're kind of steadily just going along and cyclically just having you know incremental success mm. if that's like you say a lot of established businesses that's what you know year on year you're looking at like 10 percent growth is amazing yeah. right that's great if that's or if that's what you're after but if you're realizing an inflection point something else needs to juice that and then the numbers will just follow because that's the yeah. thing accounting is all about like lag numbers right it's kind yes. of like they report on the period before yeah and now you're trying to make a courageous decision to the period to come yeah you cannot just be basing it on what's happened in the past, right? right? And this is not just some like woo-woo shit. It's just like it makes logical sense. Totally. Yeah. And and like like you were saying, it's kind of like this is where it's going to kick up, and you're going to just set a new level. Yeah. And you're going to work to maintain that level. Yes. Right. And what you just said about regret is so important. And I was I read this like every couple of days almost because I think what we're truly afraid of is objection. Because when you go all in like this, and you're like, you know what, I'm putting all my chips in, and there is a level of rejection that can happen from the market, from, you know, whatever totally, situation yes. you're doing, right? Yeah. So that's what we're truly afraid of. Yeah. Because like, oh, this is your best. Yeah. This is everything you have. Yeah. And it sucks, <laughs> right? It's like, oh, before it could be like, oh, well, you know, because we have developers in there. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Oh, so this is like, this is everything. Yeah. <laughs> It sucks, right? That's that's what you're afraid of. And I, I don't just say you and me, everyone, all of us, yeah, right? Yeah. But this is the thing, and this is why this quote is so powerful. It's like rejection is a sharp pain that dulls over time. Regret is a dull pain that sharpens over time. Mm, love that. Right? Yeah. And then that's the thing that that's what's going to push you through because imagine, like you say, having that regret. Yeah. It doesn't actually be on your deathbed. It's going to be like next year. Totally. I know. <laughs> and also, funny, as you were talking, I was like laughing because I was thinking back. So we did, we didn't end up bringing him on, but we had another interview with another developer. And he was, I love, I love talking to developers because they're just like a different breed of people <laughs> where they develop as well they're like but they're hilarious um and and this you know and I say they're different because they're just so like for like very full it's very direct very forthright they'll just tell you how which I love actually yeah, yeah. um and this one developer was like yeah so I was having a look at your website and there doesn't really seem to be very many features <laughs> like God, wow. Talk about rejection. Talk about like the I mean, like hi. I'm the <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> right. And but it was like that's the thing. That and that will always come up. And look, like that's actually what spurred me on to be like, no, we need okay. So we need to make these investments. Like we need to, because I don't want to be sitting there going, yeah, you're right. Like, and we and oh, you know, I was just playing it safe and I didn't want to <laughs> invest too much money to do more because we're just testing and we're yeah. I mean which like the testing thing yeah we we are right but once you yeah. get to a point you're like okay you've got to get out of that now and you've got to make this courageous decision to you know take it to the next level yes so yeah so anyway I was just laughing about that as you were because <laughs> I was like wow <laughs> talk about like yeah getting rejected like on the daily on yeah on the yeah. daily for sure yeah that's um, coming up that's gonna be, that's gonna be a fun ride there'll be many podcasts that we said on that yeah sure. like, listen back to that where we're talking about leveling up i don't want to level up <laughs> yeah. that. like you know what i'm going back down exactly um okay so gosh did we go completely off course again step I mean, two well i don't think so okay. you know, i'm probably not the best person to ask as fellow you know co-conspirator and going off course um no but step two was all about 
kind of, you know, doing the, the work, and this is where the real work is to go, okay, given those options and what I'm vibing towards making, mm. which especially if it's the historical choice you're making, mm. think about what is the historical choice versus the future choice. Yes. You know, and a I lot like of that. the time they're different things. Yeah. And because our future versions of us always demand a different, you know, level of us like we've been talking about. And really think about, so share that with us, right, to be like, mm. what is the historical choice you tend are tending towards, or maybe you're feeling courageous and this is the future choice I'm going to make. Yeah, going to make because we'll have had your decision that you're looking to make at the moment. However, so don't feel like it needs to be a massive one, like what we've been battling with and talking about. Like I said, it could be a smaller decision that feels really scary. Mm. We're probably going to do yeah. the exact same emotions. Totally. Even though it feels lower stakes. Yeah. You're not doing air, air quotes, guys. Air yeah. Quotes. And by the way, like there's no judgment here because, like, at, at every point, same things came up like when we made the decision to hire our first VBA yeah same things like exact same same emotion same like oh can we afford it mm. you know are we actually in a position for, with our business to be able to bring someone on who do we think we are can we <laughs> yeah right Sorry. so like at that level we were feeling it mm. um you know you even go back another like it's literally at every level we felt it it's just that this thing as you level up your problems the de- decisions you need to make level up so this is just the point that we're at yeah but we also know that you know wherever you are we've we've been there yes we are there yes so yeah yes definitely share with us in the group yeah uh the content creation for sloth bosses group so we'll have the that in the show notes as well and we will see you tomorrow for step three Thank you so much for joining us today and listening to this episode. As a business owner myself, I'm well aware of the many other shows you could have listened to. Hopefully what we shared with you today will not only resonate with you, but will help you on your own entrepreneurship journey. If this episode did help you today, then be sure to share it with someone else you know who might need it. Hit subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks again for tuning in and remember, let your remarkable flag fly.